All right, man. So uh, today, bro, uh, today, I want you guys to strap in, buckle up, prepare for takeoff, motherfuckers, because MetaFlyer is about to land in your wallet tomorrow. And I can't fucking wait, G. Um, so we're just going to go ahead and, okay. I know everybody likes a little, okay. Yeah, got to hit that piece. We're going to go down. Go down here. Go down here, and then we're gonna go. Eddie, I got a little surprise for you. We'll see. See if you catch it. Did your girlfriend leave you for the overlord? Don't despair. Swipe right on lizard ladies and find yourself the perfect match. Pick one of the sexy lizards on Open Sea, or DM the Lemurian matchmaker at Lizard Ladies to create a custom one just for you. With a flick of a wick and a little bit of ETH, you can even add a baby to your lizard mama. Or request a family portrait including your creep. Just because your daddy wasn't there doesn't mean you don't have to be. But choose wisely. Your lizard lady might help you make a spy bird deflect to your wallet through a giveaway, give you a baby creep, or just spend your internet magic money sitting around looking pretty. So give lizard love a chance and find your match in Lemuria. But hurry, there are only 111 lizard ladies for the baddest 1% of creeps with the thickest of wicks. Visit and follow Lizard Ladies with a Z on Twitter and OpenSea. That's Lizard Ladies with a Z on Twitter and OpenSea. Stay freaky, y'all. Let's be honest. You look like a fucking bum. It's because of those socks. They're dirty, they're holy, and you've been wearing them for a year now. Look at you. Do you even have any dignity? Now look at Eddie. Eddie's full of dignity because he wears trait merch socks. Trait merch gives Eddie the confidence to walk into that board meeting knowing he's the smoothest motherfucker in the room. With two collections already released and several pairs of socks shipped all over the continental United States, Eddie is able to wear his trait merch with confidence knowing that his socks are baller as fuck and has already been completely logged on the blockchain. Be like Eddie, get your dignity back and the ability to look your wife in the eye and say, damn it, Martha, I'm not a little boy. I'm a fucking man. Be a man or an extremely elegant woman with great taste and get trait merch today. Your feet will thank you and your significant other won't be so embarrassed to take you out in public. Find them on Twitter at trait merch. Trait merch. Protect your feet from rugs. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the All of Us Radio Chat. An exclusive chat for hardcore listeners, speakers, and sponsors of the show. It's open to anyone who wants to be a part of it, so long as we have room. All you got to do is comment below, let us know you want to be in, and we'll add you in. The All of Us Radio Chat will be the first place that we go to check messages while the show is live. So if you've got questions you want us to ask a guest, drop it in the chat. You have a segment suggestion, send it to us in chat. You've got a guest request, the chat is the place to let us know. And it does, in fact, go down in the DMs, folks. Those in the All of Us Radio Chat will get exclusive opportunities to win prizes. They'll get a heads up on the guest schedule, and they'll get their memes pinned in the tweets. So come be a part of the conversation with us as we smoke weed, drink beer, and interview rock stars. Let's fucking go. Here you go, Eddie. That's it. I'm sounding the alarm. It's time to start prepping for not NFT NYC. You might be thinking, what is not NFT NYC? I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets the people going. All of us radio's not NFT NYC 
is the event created to reduce barriers to entry and exposure by providing a platform for Web3 enthusiasts, including speakers, artists, fashion designers, and musicians who would generally not be allowed to present on the main NFT NYC stage due to gatekeeping, and attendees who are unable to attend NFT NYC due to the $500 ticket price. That's right. This event will be free and open to the public. So if you'd like to participate as an attendee, a panelist, a speaker, performer, fashion designer, or volunteer, please fill out the form pinned at the top of this space. We will read each and every single one of these. Come be a part of the NFT NYC experience you deserve as we build it brick by brick. Because this isn't about one of us. It's about all of us. And we can't wait to see you there. Fill out the form. We'll see you soon. You already know what time it is, G. This painting here, I bought it 10 years ago for $60,000. I could sell it today for six hundred. Welcome to the greatest late night DJ show on Twitter. It's all of us radio and we came to party, baby. The metaverse, crypto. Hey, what's going on, Lord? Bro, like, this is one of the best shows, like, best shows I've been on. You're a phenomenal host. Fan. I remember the 24-hour spaces. I remember all the spaces when the project launched. Uh, I, when I heard you were going to be here, I had to come to the bar. You know, I'll shamelessly plug Laura Lord's NFT right now. Go ahead and buy that. <laughs> it's going to sit you up here just like I am with, like, legends. I'm not fucking leaving. motherfuckers it's monday i came out the bed swinging dog swinging at the week ready to take shit over man i got plans i got plans motherfuckers putting in work in q4 2022 so that we can make it happen in q2 2023 i'm just bragging at this point you know what we do we start everything out shout outs little deep breath there let's see who's in the audience who do i see is that do i see oh my god is that is that fucking b -b 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 Big Dick Andy in the house? You got Big Bad Brittany broadcasting live all the way from the west side. Holy shit, we got rock stars in the building. Uh oh, Jason Glass here. We got Jason.IP in the building. Jeff.XYZ. Man, we gonna be flying here in the city with Metaflyers. We got Doogies in the building. Big Bad motherfucking Mallow Man in the house. Marcy putting the whole game in a fucking chokehold, bro. That's what she does, bro. She sneaks up on you, gets on your back, fucking chokes you out, chokes you the fuck out. That's what the fuck happens here. Late night crew Dave, putting in that hard work overnight so that you don't have to. You little fucking bitch, you sleeping in your bed all tidy, all nice and cozy. He's out there fucking doing whatever late night crew Dave's do. But he's doing it so you don't have to. Not Scotty. Oh man, oh man. You're an immigration officer, man. You're an immigration officer and you just seen some weird shit, bro. You saw a white dude jump out of a fucking train onto American soil. So you fucking ran, you ran, you ran, you almost got him. You grabbed him by the fucking hat and saw the back of the hat, S-C-O-T-T-I. You fucking, you got, but he still left. He took off, bro. He fucking took off, man. He took off on you. It just, it doesn't add up. Why would a, why would a white dude, why would a white dude jump off of a train? It makes no sense. 
Maybe it was to get to NFT NYC. Do you know that motherfucker did it? You know he jumped here illegally. So you go find him. You came in and found yourself at this account right now, right here. And there it is. Mocking you. Mocking you. S-C-O-T-T-I. That's gotta be him. I recognize that fucking creep. I recognize that creep. No, you're wrong, man. You're wrong. That's not Scotty. You gotta go somewhere else, man. Fill out paperwork forms, look at stuff. I don't know what you're gonna do. That's not Scotty. He did not sneak here to come to NFT NYC. Got Big Bad DBC3. Lux Pleb in the building. Can't wait to have her as a speaker at our not NFT NYC event. OXOGTS is in the building. We got hacked. We got Ben OX. Meg. Megan. Welcome. Welcome, we got negative shamrock, negative dot ETH. Yeah, bro, I, I fucking I hear you, man. DC Pulse is in the building. We got DB, Bunny 19 number 1336. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got Entry Rating. Welcome to the building, my friend. MG81. We got Jack Diddley. Bro, what's in your wallet? Jack Diddley, motherfucker. Jack Diddley. But most important, man, we got Eddie and Britt. How the fuck are you, nephew? Bro, I'm so excited to be here. I'm super hyped for Metaflyers Mint. I haven't minted anything in a while, and I'm ready to degen, so I'm Bro, excited. I got to tell you, man, it's fucking, uh, I fucking, I'm sitting around the weekends like fucking Pablo Escobar, just hands in my pockets, just fucking waiting for Mondays to come through uh, so that I can fucking hang out with you guys again. It's like, mm, I don't know what to do now. I'm all That's not having Fridays, I feel like. Dang, it's been so long since I've seen them. I'm like excited for Mondays to come now. I'm I used to hate Mondays. You know where we're at on Fridays. We're over there. We're over there with the Metaflyers on Steel Fridays. God Let's damn play. right, dude. Uh Metaflyer Fridays, baby. Make sure you check that out with fucking Eddie. Uh he's holding it. And down, record bro. and I and I do want to let everyone know, record for longest shout out ever on the show has to go to not Scotty. This guy <laughs> that's just <laughs> a like three minutes shout out to one guy. <laughs> he's a legend. He deserves it uh, for sure. For sure, dude. It's not Scotty, bro. Uh that one came uh, he was swapping me things in in chat uh in the dms or whatever and uh and then he was talking about how he's not going to make it to nft nyc you know this fool's from canada or whatever and i was like i got the perfect shit i was gonna fucking throw out some fucking mexican music too i'm not i'm not letting you up all of us radio i'm sorry you're a fucking problem g you're gonna have to sit there you gotta uh you motherfuckers let him on stage bro he causes problems every time he's up here as soon as he's up here i end up losing one of y'all uh, all right, man. All right. You guys are feeling fucking daring today. That's fine. Um, bro, I'm fucking, um, I'm pumped, bro. What do you guys think about, uh, uh, what you've seen behind the scenes for, uh, not NFT NYC? What do you, what are you thinking about it? I want to tell everybody, Brittany's asking me if she could tell everybody. Um, yeah, how to, we don't even know how to pitch that in there. I think she threw it in the after report and she didn't even... I did not, it. guys. Sharing too much alpha, I'm excited. That's what I'll say. I'm really excited for our not NFT NYC and the ideas are starting to come. The brain, Like, we're actually putting pen to paper now, so it's getting real. Yeah, dude. And what a sick commercial. What a sick commercial, man. Uh, thank you, bro. Putting that shit into an audio clip right there. Now yeah, we, you now killed got, it. Yeah, dude, I fucking, uh, I, I threw it in the, uh, I threw it in the, uh, you guys probably missed it when I sent, but I threw it in the thing, you know what I mean? 
Um, and it's looking, it's looking good, bro. But Hey, if you guys know folks that want to speak, um, they want to be a panelist, they want to be a speaker, they want, they, they do in fashion, um, they do live painting, something like that. Um, please dude, fill out the form. Let us know. They want to sponsor it. Um, you know, we're looking for or all maybe, that stuff. Or maybe you're just, or maybe you're just going to New York and you're going out there to party and you know that, and you're like, damn, I should probably do one thing that seems very productive and it's community building. This would be that event. Come, come to that event, and uh, you'll for sure shake hands and rub shoulders with you know like-minded people in Web three. Fuck yeah, bro! Um, I'm I'm fucking pumped about it. Uh, it's important that we lay that groundwork right now, so that when it comes, we're we're set to go. And it's a lot sooner than you think, bro. Like April seems a long time. It's not. It's not. And um, and uh, I just I can't I can't wait to be ready. I feel good and comfortable, man. I don't feel like we're at the last second, and that uh, that feels good, man. I feel ahead, so I'm happy about that. Britt, do you have a, do you have an astrology report for us today, homie? I do, I do. Let's get it. Let's fucking go. It is time for the astrology report. Let's find out what's in your orbit. Let's find out if you should be bullish, bearish. Or a complete fucking degen. Not financial advice. Let's fucking go! <laughs> Today is December 19th, and we are still in Sagittarius season until the 21st. We only have one Monday left of 2022. That is crazy. This year flew by with you guys. Um, yeah, use that last Monday to the best, the last Monday to the best of your abilities. Get the most production you can, and. Prepare yourself for success in 2023. Um, today, the moon is in Libra. You should be feeling a sense of balance, a little bit of tranquility. Things are starting to calm down. It's nice. The sun is finally out of Ophiuchus and has moved into Sagittarius with Venus. Soul is at $12. ETH is at $1,100. Bitcoin is at $16K. Go ahead and like and share the room. Hit the purple button. Leave us a comment. Say hello. Tell us what you're doing right now while we're on spaces. Um, the only project in my orbit today is Metaflyers. They're minting tomorrow, December 20th at 6 a.m. for Allow List Flyers. We have them with us today to speak of rewards, utility, fuel production, and so much more. And that concludes today's report. Back to the show. Let's fucking go, bro. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, if I can, uh, by the way, also when she says like, comment, share, awesome, do that. If you want to be a part of the uh, the All of Us Radio chat, uh, make sure you just leave a comment letting us know that you want to be that, so that we can add you in there. Um, yeah, man, just you get a, you get an idea of who's going to be on the show. You get to throw in if you're throwing spaces, we definitely want to know about that as well. Um, but yeah, man, just a reminder for that, homies. We got uh, we got Jason, we got Jeff. Uh, we got PB and JJ, man. That's what I like, bro. I'm fucking digging it, dude. PB and JJ. <laughs> Down for a yummy time. Welcome, guys. Yeah, fuck yeah, bro. Uh, Metaflyers, man. Set to fucking take off tomorrow, man. Um, set for launch, dude. These motherfuckers are going to land in your wallet. Um, and as I understand it, these things are packed full of... Utility! Which I can't fucking wait to hear more about. <laughs> Uh, I feel so good to be uh, the master of the controls. Uh, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I am God. Right. 
<laughs> big bad Jason, big bad Jeff. How the fuck are you two today, man? Really, really hard to go after your intro. Yeah. Super epic. It's the most epic intro in all of NFT yeah. spaces that I've ever 100%. heard. Bro, thank yeah. you so much. We appreciate I that. I was feeling pretty, pretty exhausted. Uh, obviously getting ready for all this and I heard the intro and uh, I'm hyped as fuck now. And that's what's up. <laughs> The intro, man. It's the five-hour energy drink for DJs, bro. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> it gives you that extra at two o'clock boost, baby. Uh, at nine p.m. when you need it the most. That's right? Uh, fuck yeah, bros, um, dude. So you guys must be fucking exhausted, man. You guys have been doing uh, yeah. uh, rounds on spaces. You're prepping. You're making sure that everything is running smoothly. Um, you're having panic attacks for just in case things that are never going to be a problem in the first place uh, become a problem. Uh, Things that you have absolutely no business worrying about it because they don't really matter are the things that you're focusing on the most right now. Um, So, yeah, man, what what, uh, take me deep into the dark, man. What's the deepest fear at this point? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I don't know if I can say it all out. Got lots of fears. Um, Yeah, no, we're we're feeling pretty, pretty confident, pretty good. Everything's worked out really well. All things considered, it's a you know it's a big cluster. As anybody knows that's created a project, it's uh it's wild, it's wilder than you might think. Um, but it's all really panned out well, and, and we're in a really good place right now. Everything was rolled out to mainnet and production today, and it's all ready to fly. It's great. Bro, I'm fucking pumped about that, man. Look, you know I'm a fan of origin stories, Jason. We've already heard your origin story. Jeff, this is your first time on the show. Homie, I got to know, how did you get into crypto? How did you get into NFTs? How did you get to where you're at today? Um, Okay, so let's see. So so about 20, almost 20 years now in the tech business. Um, Straight out of high school, I started working on the... Uh, for a digital ad agency, I was doing a bunch of, um, back then it was Flash websites and Macromedia days. Um, and that career, you know, I worked with a lot of different clients at some agencies early on that were, I was fortunate to work with some high tier uh, companies um, back then, like Toyota and Red Bull and all these guys. I got to some really high level experience when I was young. Um, and then that moved into working at Buy.com. Uh, and if you are old enough to remember, buy.com but once upon a time when i first started working there it was head to head with amazon believe it or not and then amazon ate the world and buy.com is a distant memory now but um i used to work there i let up uh what would be called digital product today uh for the company and then the same founder of buy.com started luxury card which was used to black card at one point in time headed up product and brand there uh, that was kind of my first you know foray into loyalty programs and understanding the business, uh, the reward business. And then naturally came around, uh, came into crypto, I don't know, like 2016-ish, 17. Um, And then, you know, crypto journey naturally runs you into NFTs. And I got into that probably a year and a half ago. Uh, My first NFT was a CyberCon. And when I kind of dug into the whole idea of of, um, NFTs and technology of it and just fell in love immediately. I consider myself kind of an artist and my whole business uh, and career has been built around creating and, and building. And so it just seemed kind of the perfect, I don't know, sphere for me with art and technology all intermingled. 
And so, yeah, fell in love with NFTs. I uh, met a lot of you guys through the creeps, the epic creeps meant and, and ensuing mega pump that no one will ever forget, historic. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, at, at that point, I started to get to sort of wheels are spinning about what I wanted to do here. I wanted to create something cool. I uh, spent a lot of time observing the space and understanding what's going on, what works, what doesn't, you know, what's successful and all the nuance in that. And uh, just kind of was a, a student of the space for a year and uh, got to work on Metaflies. Fuck yeah. How did you and Jason yeah. link up? Uh, so Jason and I, I think we've, we've been following each other on Twitter for some long, quite a while now. And, and then about four or five months ago, I reached out to him just cause you know, everybody knows in here that Jason's a, a solid dude. Um, and it was important to me to, to, to partner with somebody who had, you know, reach and reputation in the space, but was also principled and, um, was ethically minded and was able to. You know, I, I would feel safe and confident attaching my my name to him and the company and all that. Had no doubts that he would be the guy, and so got to talking to him. Uh, we met up and um, here in Southern California, and got to talking and uh, just kind of you know he had he was interested in what we were doing, thought it was a cool idea, and just you know the rest is history. Started working together on the project. Fuck yeah, huge win for uh, for ethical influencers, man. Let's fucking go. Yeah, it really is. I mean. It's, it's really hard to do things the right way. The, the right way is not the easy way here at all. It's extremely hard to do things right. Um, not by followers and not pump things that are just false. And, you know, it's easy to do that. That's a, it's a very easy path to take. And most people do that. And doing it the right way is hard because, you know, everybody's been conditioned in the space to see certain metrics that are all fake. And then when somebody does it right, it's like, it doesn't look impressive, but you know, it's, it's the tough road, but it's the right road. And it was important to me that we did that. Such a smart wow. move, dude. It's such yeah. a smart yeah, what move. A, what, a, what a small world though, too. Cause like Jason and Jeff were both in creeps, but they, I don't think they, I don't think they met or like established like a relationship during that, during that time too. During that January. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you said you had a Kong as well. Were there any other, any other projects that you were interested in early on? I really liked Kong initially. I think the community was really cool. I, I learned a lot from them. So I think there was just people were, were eager to offer information. And, you know, that's, so I kind of was drawn to those communities that were, that were into more than just price go up and, you know, all that. So there was actually more substance in those communities, which I was drawn to. I want to learn. I want to get involved and network and meet people and, and do something interesting eventually. And so all that, work of meeting people and getting to know people led to my ability to be able to meet someone like Jason and, and, you know, push this baby forward. Fuck yeah, bro. So, um, meta flyers, man, uh, dude, you're, you're set to mint tomorrow. Um, give me a rundown of the project, man. And then, and then I'll, I'll jump into to questions, but, um, sure. yeah, like what, what is it about? How many are, are getting minted? Uh, mm-hmm. what, what can folks kind of expect tomorrow? Yeah, so we'll start with tomorrow and just kind of the, the bare bones, important details. So the collection um, contains 7,777 NFTs. And uh, the allow list, which is the flight crew, uh, will mint at 6 a.m. tomorrow Pacific. And they get one free with the option to mint four more at 0.047 each 
the allow list will go for 12 hours to 6 p.m. And then right at 6 p.m., we'll open to public, and there'll be at least half allocated for public. So it's not going to be a you know a small amount left. It'll be so we want to make it so that people had an opportunity to mint this. Fuck yeah! And uh, benefits, bro. What what are, yeah. what are so what are what are we what are we getting into yeah. there? So Metaflyers is a um, decentralized rewards ecosystem, and the idea behind it. And our first product will be a a marketplace that's for uh, brands to be able to onboard and offer. Um, you know, uh, it could be it could be products, it could be services, it can be software licenses, it can be in real life events, it could be discounts, it could be outright free items. It's a way for brands to create campaigns, so to speak, from you know the language for them uh, to promote their services and products to NFT communities. Uh, it's a it's a way for them to enter the space without the huge overhead of and risk of entering the space on their own. Uh, we see a lot of brands that enter the space and fail a lot of the time because I think they believe that they can just kind of muscle their way into the space and um, it usually leads to a rug, cash grab, um, or a damaged brand because uh, they don't they don't understand how to enter the space. It's not it's not like Web two. So we, we hope that this marketplace will provide them a, an opportunity to enter the space correctly um, and test the waters, I guess, so to speak. And then a future product later will be a white label version of everything that we've built um, for the marketplace for them to be able to service their own existing customers and potential Web3 customers uh, with their own decentralized rewards programs. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I see we see that you've partnered with a few communities that were in like Cryptoria creeps. You gave some allow list spots to what yeah. other communities have you guys partnered with, or do you plan on doing so in the future? Jason, you want to take that one? You, you more know that information a little bit better. Yeah. Happy to. Hello everyone. Welcome. This is, this is great. Uh, Jeff, you've done a great job giving a, a lot of the overview points. Uh, yeah. I think, I think just going back to like how we met and the creeps and stuff, um, I, yeah, I was in creeps and I actually convinced a group of like 10 people to like buy 10 creeps each at mint for like 0.08. Um, all of them except two sold all of their creeps below one ETH. And then two of them sold all 10 of theirs above five ETH. And they were very happy, um, that I led them onto the creeps. I was not one of the people who made it past one ETH with my bag. I think I only had one left and I watched it go to, what did it go to? 10 ETH? And then I sure. watched it go back to 1 ETH, like a true D-Gen. Um, <laughs> yeah. However, yeah, it's just really funny. I'm very involved with Creeps ecosystem. And you know what What really drew me to the Creeps ecosystem in the beginning is how different it was and how much you could tell, how much work went into the website specifically. That's actually one of the key things I, I looked for at the time in a project that I thought would be legit is how much time and effort and energy went into designing the website. Um, and I'm saying that to say that that's something that I noticed before I even met Jeff in person, just like looking at the Metaflyer website, I knew from the jump that this guy was legit. And, and that may seem like a silly, that may seem like a silly thing, but you guys know, or maybe you don't know, designing websites, especially ones that are really like sexy and smooth is not cheap or easy. Um, and that takes a lot of professionalism. It takes someone with a lot of skill and a lot of experience to do that. And it seems like a simple metric, but in this case, the, Meta, the Metaflyer website and how good it is reminds me a lot of 
what I felt when I got really bullish on creeps before mint. Um, so anyways, don't, I, I, I wouldn't even just get past that real quick. Cause that is actually a great metric to me- measure like a project by is like that's some real alpha. Yeah, that's a real alpha. Like you go onto the website and like dig into there, like like j- run around that thing, like you like you own it and try to you know try to figure it out. And yeah. and I feel like when you do that and you like you can you can do that on any on any project. If you if you're doing that on a on a really good one, you're going to you're going to realize yeah. it. It's that's doing your own research. Uh, yeah, the short, the short way. <laughs> I totally agree, and that's what that's what I when I first saw creeps. I think someone on the Kong's chat was talking about it and I went to the website and I was like, Oh yeah, I'm max mining for sure. And, and the reason why is it's, it's not silly really to judge a website because it, it, it's a lot of things at once. It's, um, it's a measure of ability, a measure of talent on the team, but also if you read the copy and um, are able to surmise from what you read on there, it, it basically acts as a pitch deck. And if you can craft your story in a way that's compelling, easy to understand, um, it addresses real problems, you know, like it, 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 you can really get a lot from going to a website, doing your due diligence, read it all, understand it, feel it. It'll give you a really good sense of um, where the, where the founders are at and yeah, uh, the ability to execute. That's an alpha right there. My bad. Jason. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to cut you off from the, nope, from the initial question. Though. Oh no, it's good. I, I'm the one that cut us all off from the initial question, which so I'm the one that derailed us, but that's classic Jason. I'm going to keep it to the point you asked, what other projects we've like collaborated with. So again, part of doing this thing organically and trying to build a real community of people, not bots, it's like you want to make sure that you're spreading out these very valuable free mint allow list bots um, to communities who in our mind are also doing cool things, um, whether they're building their own type of utility, uh, whether it's they have a community of people who are legit, they're knowledgeable in the space, they know how to read the blockchain, like, you know, they're not just, these classic like pump and dump scam groups that kind of run around and, and maximize these projects. We didn't want that, right? Like we wanted to build a, a real community of people who see the value in having a web three version of a rewards marketplace where you own your rewards and your rewards actually do something for you rather than having just like pointless reward points that you can't move or transfer or do anything with. Right. So um, we've collaborated with Cryptoria. Obviously that was a really cool. Um, that was a really cool co- collaboration. We've collaborated with Creep. You mentioned that. We collaborated with Indelible Labs, who um, obviously they have on-chain Kevin, but there have been many, many, many successful projects come out of Indelible. Indelible, for those in the audience that doesn't know, they are the no-code solution to people who want to launch 100% on-chain NFT projects in a very seamless and smooth fashion. Um, Proof of Pepe came out of there. Uh, there's been uh, there's been a lot of them, but th- there have been some really big projects that have come out of Indelible Labs. So they partnered with us. Rootroot. The Roos got in on the action uh, early. We really wanted to collaborate with them since they're building their jobs marketplace and really trying to add value back to the space. It's more than a PFP. We've got on-chain monkey. We've got Floored Ape, actually Chopper, the dev, and the gigabrain behind Floored Ape in the audience. I see you down there. Floored Ape is an amazing, amazing wallet tracking tool. I believe they're working on a killer app, like actually an app for your phone that will like give you cool notifications that no one else has done before for the blockchain. All kinds of awesome stuff with Florida Ape. He's also a UI UX like front end maxi. His designs are amazing. If you haven't seen him, he's like the king of simple, but really freaking cool. Um, yeah, we call him the dev that can actually do something. Yeah, so shout the out the dev to that can actually do something. 
this guy is amazing. Anyway, so he, he was gracious enough to, to see that there was something real here with Metaflyers, and he was willing to collaborate with us on Florida 8. We did Space Riders and The Plague, though that was an unofficial collaboration. Both Pond, the founder of uh, The Plague, is like super engaging with me recently. He's a really cool guy. We're trying to get Pond. Actually, we are having Pond on Punk Radio, which is a live podcast that I'm doing with Hemba. Some of you guys may have seen. Um, but the Plague community is really behind this. The Space Riders community, that community goes super hard. Uh, the, the co-founder of Space Riders also is really rocking what we're doing. So their collaborations. We, of course, have the Crypto Funk, the Crypto Mark, the Larva Chads. Those really funny uh, Larva Chads with the things between their <laughs> legs, you know. Uh, we got all kinds of cool collaborations. Thanks for yeah. asking. And I'll turn it back to you. No, yeah, really, really cool collaborations. Um, did you guys have... A structure on how you guys were picking out these collaborations or did you guys just you know just kind of base it off the community and such yeah i mean to be quite frank with you there aren't many communities in the space that are like doing anything real so it wasn't really that hard to narrow it down um i do think that we wanted to actually focus on a lot of collections that may not be considered quote unquote blue chip because I think that there are a lot of people that those types of projects are just really out of reach. Um, and here lately, maybe those projects just don't like really, they don't really resonate with people as much as maybe they did a year ago. Um, and I think for me, when kind of figuring out this kind of plan and how to like collaborate with people, I thought it would be better to like reward the communities who may not be quote unquote blue chip, but still have the strong utility who are still building things for their community, because that's where all the like, I don't want to say normal people, but that's where all like the norm, that's where all of us like normal people are. Like we're not, you know, not all of us had like, uh, you know, $150,000 for a board ape. Right. So I, I really wanted to like make sure that we were collaborating with communities of people who like could really understand what we were doing um, and could have a chance at minting the next blue chip uh, versus catering to the people who already have big bags. There's nothing more that annoys me more in the world than all these people like, Oh, you have a board ape. Okay. You can mint this thing for free and immediately make two ETH because you just have a board ape. Or like, oh, you have a board ape. You can go and claim this airdrop for another $150,000 just because you have – that just really drives me crazy. It's like the rich get richer, which is like fine. But anyways, we try to avoid that with our collaboration. Lord, did you end up uh, Did you end up grabbing any airdrops when you had the mutant? Nothing, bro. I got nothing. I got nothing but heart. trolling him. I'm going to choke you out, Eddie. They didn't let you to the top of the spaces every space that you jumped in. You know what's just crazy? Say, Come up here, request you, know, you to speak. You know, you know what's crazy is I I, I didn't I didn't take uh, full advantage of that superpower. Uh, I don't know, man. If I can one day, we'll we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. Well, I love it. Sounds like the way that you're choosing which communities to collab with is basically like rewarding them for already being active and still here in the bear market. That's the truth because there's not a lot of, there's really not a lot of, uh, I mean, there's not a lot of places that are just pushing like, oh, let's, you know, let's onboard like cool people. Let's onboard people who are, you know, reward them, like she said, for being around already. And that that's like, I mean, there's really not that many of us when you, you start scrolling on Twitter and you start jumping around and, and uh, you know, checking out other people's tweets and other communities. There's really not that many of us on here. So for us to be, you know, clicked up, it does seem like there needs to be, I'm excited just for this mint because I haven't minted anything in a minute. It's really been a long time before I've decided like, all right, I'm going to spend some money. Like, let's do this. So um, that that's one of the reasons that this mint is kind of exciting to me because I'm like, all right, it's right. It's about to be Christmas. I haven't minted anything in like three months, two months, whatever. So 
I'm feeling antsy. I'm feeling itchy, and this is just perfect timing for me. Hell yeah, bro! What are your so? What are the you you've spoken in very uh, uh, broad terms, and I'm not trying to pry you for anything specific. Um, but you know, you talked a lot about kind of helping onboard, uh, web three brands and, um, being able to connect those with, with users here. What are you looking for in those web three brands that you want to connect with, to, to partner with, um, to, to, you know, bring alongside your community and what does that, what does that process look like? Um, yeah, give me a little bit off on that. Yeah, so um, it's not just brands, too. I want to point that out. It's, uh, it's also available to other communities in the space. So if it's, um, let's just say, for example, a, a new project that's launching or an existing project that's maybe a more art-focused and isn't inclined or doesn't have the team or the resources to build software and create these tools, uh, they can onboard onto our onto our platform and uh, kind of supplement you know that, that tech need that they they probably want, but they just don't. They're more art focused and have other agendas and other initiatives uh, that they focus on as their kind of core offering. So they can use our platform to come on and, um, you know, expose themselves to the market, be able to, to advertise, I guess, their, you know, their products, their community, their, their NFT, their coin, whatever it may be. Um, and so that's available also to projects. So, but yeah, for, for brands and how we're going to curate initially, it's kind of a combination of who will work with us. And then also a combination of uh, initially, at least um, being able, what I, in my mind, I see the community and, you know, I, I, the people I've drawn to most in this community are the people that are creating things, building things, designers, writers, coders. And um, so hopefully you'll be able to target more of the brands that provide products and services for those people. Uh, a good example and one that I would I'd love to get would be like Amazon S3 or Google Cloud, be able to provide credit for hosting, um, that, those types of things that are actually needed and, you know, valuable tools for new up and coming projects. Um, another area yeah. would be given that we're, that web three is a global, uh, community travel related things, um, lounge passes, uh, things you might see, uh, that are pretty typically in high end credit cards, like American express or luxury card or anything that a, a common, uh, reward that you'll see is lounge passes, um, and that would be something that would potentially be on uh, in the in the beta. So basically, as long as you have a community and you're doing something and building in the space, you can kind of work with MetaFlyers, like morning shows or spaces shows. Let's say all of us radio. If we wanted to reach out to like certain communities on the platform, would we be able to do that? Sure, yeah. If you had some, some something to offer, let's say it was an NFT, NFT or some sort of service or a pass to your show for the podcast that was paid, for example, uh, these are just examples, but you could you could potentially offer that as a reward on the platform and people could redeem that, that offer with Fuel. Love that. So speaking mm -hmm. of Fuel, what else can Fuel get you? I saw some experiences mentioned. On the um, maybe experiences well in real life uh, events access to trade shows things like that are all examples of things that you could get so if we were to partner with let's say um nftla um you know they could offer a pass at a discounted rate or free if you did xyz so it's kind of like a fair trade system 
NFTALA wants this from the community, you give that them, give that to them, and then you can earn a free entrance through a um, by claiming the reward from them. I love that. I win, mm-hmm. you win, we all win together. Yeah, exactly. I think the like the key thing with the fuel token is that it's the utility token that powers like the whole ecosystem of the marketplace. Um, and it you you know it's unique to being produced by the Metaflyers. And the other thing that I thought was really interesting about this concept is that you know this project could get VC funding like before they ever did a mint. And actually, one of the other co-founders of the project is very big in the VC world and currently has a multi-hundred million dollar fund at play. So these people that are behind this are not just like your average Joes in their mom's basement trying to crank out an NFT project. These are very experienced professionals that have launched many different big projects and um, and, and companies that are doing this. And so the cool thing about it is that they wanted to find a way to like do an NFT project in a Web3 way where it's rewarding people who are part of the community early, who are minting an NFT or have a flyer. So by that nature, the flyers, the meta flyers are, are ones that will have access to every offer on the platform. So there's only going to be 7,777 meta flyers, right? Um, so while the, mm-hmm. while CryptoPunks or, you know, Board API Club or you guys here at All of Us Radio as a community could offer something and you may say, hey, I want only these types of communities to have mm-hmm. access to this offer, while that will be true, Metaflyers will also always have access to all the offers, if that makes sense. So some people, yeah. some brands may come in with like, you know, uh, some some crazy, some some crazy redemption that you could get, right? And they want to target, they, let's say they want to target a certain, um, a certain community. Um, well, it doesn't matter, like, you, you don't have to own that. If you own a Metaflyer, like, that's part of, like, the perks, right? Like, you're going to get access to all that. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's the, that's the key utility for the Metaflyer token holder is that they have access to all the offers, all of them. There's the, the brand doesn't get to choose. So, so that, that, no, no, no matter what deal is secured outside, inside, you know, whoever approaches the brand or it, right. the Metaflyers will always have access. Always, yeah. So And then how they, you know, I'm drawing lines to what you're familiar with in Web2. It's like, say, if you were to roll up a... Uh, Google Ads campaign, and part of that process is defining the demographic, right? So you want to, you want someone with this type of income and these locations, uh, this age range. You know, these are all just common metrics that you would dial in to be able to target your audience. Um, you can't really do that in the blockchain for obvious reasons, but the way you can do it is by uh, targeting communities, which you have a general sense and knowledge of who they are, what they are, what they want, and so kind of trading out that old school demographical targeting with community targeting. So that's kind of their way of finding their consumers they want. That's so if it's a high end value brand, prop like, for the brand. Yeah, it's a value prop for the brand. And it's also a value prop for, for the consumer too, because you're not just getting nonsense thrown at you. They're, they're probably going to align their offers with you and target you. So like if it's Rolex or something like that, they're probably going to go for CryptoPunks and the really high value NFTs. And that would make sense. Um, but if it was something a lower price point, then it might be open to, to all communities or certain communities that align well with that product or service. Yeah. What What other way? Like, what other way could a business even try to reach out to like CryptoPunks? There, there's not even a there's no way existing yeah. way right now. So or there's no way. Like, or let's say like a cool brand starts up and they, you know, they have the inventory to reach out to every board eight yacht club holder. 
they there's no way for them to even find all of them or 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 even they would, offer they would, up. Yeah, exactly. They would have to do a very centralized approach and just go to Yuga and say, "Hey, Yuga, you know, let's work something out." And then all kinds of weird stuff happens behind closed doors, and then you know you get kind of this may or may not be genuine campaign running. Yeah. Okay. That that would that. I mean that that doesn't even click for me too because it's like you know you're you're always thinking about how to onboard more and more people, but it gets to a point where you know the outside's going to want to reach out to certain groups or yeah. or just target certain communities, um, mm-hmm. give them offers because yeah. like we're going we're doing an event in in New York, right? So we'll we'll be out in NFC NYC uh, uh-huh. next year, and we we're going to be having a group of multiple communities coming to this uh, coming to this live event. So yeah. we, we would. I mean, we're we're already trying. Our 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 gears are spinning on what what can we do? How can we do this? Um, you know, a, a majority of our focus is here, like you know, content creating or or being on spaces. And um, you know, it just it's cool to even know that tools are being built out here because that's like that's like the next step to really mm-hmm. get to the to the to the masses. Is we just need more and more tools make it easier and yeah i think that's just overall what your project is doing speaking of that are you all are you all planning to attend nft nyc uh or having any exposure there uh i haven't even thought about it i'm just my brain's been just smoked on getting to this point so um uh, after mint day definitely probably gonna have to open my eyes to figure out you know where we're gonna be showing up i imagine we'll be there Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. I, I personally will be there in this little party that you, or this side, little side event you're talking about. I had no idea about that until I heard your very cool intro. Hell yeah. So, we need some representation from the funk community. Absolutely. I, I would yeah, love, dude. Love, love to be there. Awesome. Uh, we'd love to have you as a panelist, man. Um, not sure what the topic would be just this uh, right at the second, but. Um, does, that, yeah. does that mean I have to wear something besides like sweatpants or no, what? it's in fact, no pants, no pants allowed. Uh, <laughs> we'll all be, uh, it's a nudist one actually. Uh, the first, uh, in fact, uh, it, the N stands for nude, uh, fungible tokens. You know what I mean? Um, nude fuckers token is what I think NFT stands for. Not, yep. That's what we're doing. Uh, nude. So <laughs> thanks for your, thanks for your willingness to join us. Uh, we're ready. Abort, abort. <laughs> 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 uh you never know man i like mayhem dude you don't know what the fuck i might be up to uh <laughs> hell yeah dude um yeah. Yo, i so- just wanted to say i sorry i just wanted to say on that point before we maybe change questions or topics eddie that point you just brought up i think is like just a really incredible example yeah. of like a use case of how and what, what we're talking about here and why you know why i was like basically like sold on working on this project as you guys may imagine like Maybe you don't imagine, but like I get an insane amount of DMs all the time and like people wanting to me to do X, Y, Z and jump over this hurdle and look at this thing. And there's just a lot of stuff out there that's just garbage, scams, rugs. And it's really hard to find the real people that are actually trying to do something different. And the thing here that if you just like look at it from a higher level perspective, you're literally talking about becoming like a trusted marketplace, a trusted middleman source between Web 2, Web 3. And this interconnectivity of being able to like connect it all and even people that are on the small side, like small projects, big projects, big brands, small brands, 
it just mm-hmm. provides a one-stop shop kind of place where you don't have to figure out all the details of like, well, how do I token gate this offer? And like, how yeah. do I get it to the wallets? And how do I know like X, Y, Z? It just, it really does create this middle, this kind of middle layer of like a trusted decentralized marketplace for this reward ecosystem, whatever the rewards may be. What, what do you think? What's been, look, man, putting, do, doing a, putting together a project, I mean, start to finish. It's not, it's not easy, man. It's not easy, especially when you care, right. About shit. Like Mm -hmm. you want, you want things, you know, to, to be done the right way. And, um, building community isn't easy. Um, uh, you know, it, it's just, uh, there, there's tons of things that keep you up at night. There's, there, there's things where you're like, shit, did I, did I dot my eye there? Did I cross my T? Um, uh-huh. and, I, and I'm curious to know what's been, what, two, two questions for you. What's been the most challenging part of this process, whether that's community uh-huh. or on the back end? Um, and what did you learn from this experience? This is a great question, and I could spend a whole hour talking about this with you, uh, but I'll try and uh, sum it up and give you the footnotes. But um, one, just the most obvious thing, it's a lot harder than it looks, uh, especially if you're creating something, like you said, with, with quality, care, and you're attaching a bunch of software to it, just really you know, compounds the effort and the level of um, you know, execution you need to have to be able to do something properly and good. Um, it's a lot of work. Um, in, in the Web2 world, when I've you know, launched companies there, it's a very different process. It's a, very, it's a reverse process. You, you build your product and you do it kind of quietly. You got your, your, you know, your people and there's no, there's no sense of a, or even a thought about community or your first customers. I mean, you're kind of thinking about it, right? That's not really part of that process. Then you launch your project and then launching something in Web2 is pretty anticlimactic. It's uh, the website turns on, your product's out there, and no one knows about it, right? And then, then you go from that process to marketing and getting out there and getting your your customers, and um, that's kind of the standard process there. And then Web3, it's flipped around. You have to get your customer first, get your community members, figure out, you know, um, all of that, which is just a whole new challenge. Uh, it's very difficult, especially now with how kind of, I think, jaded the marketplace is and the addressable market is really small right now, being in the lowest of lows in a bear market. So it's a hell of a challenge. Everybody's very jaded. Nobody trusts anybody. Uh, combined with, you know, a good deal of gatekeeping going on. And the addressable market's really small. So it's just an incredibly challenging process to do it in a genuine fashion and attract people to what you're doing. Bro, it's so funny you say nobody trusts anybody, bro. There, yeah. there, was, a, there was a project that I saw, Eddie Britt, um, about, uh, I don't know, an alternative to Twitter. Um, and then I saw some full like, uh, and it had video and it was like, damn, it's everything that we're kind of like looking for. Um, and, uh, somebody was like, I'm not connecting my wallet to your site. And it had me questioned yeah. like, yo bro, like, uh, is this real? Yeah. Like, so I asked, is it real? Yeah, it's real. Um, and I'm like, I'm still skeptical, but I'll have a convo about it. Then I saw all these like gutter cat gang. I'm like doing a full on fucking background fucking check on this motherfucker before I even like recommend like the having a further conversation with him. So the fucking paranoia is real, dog. Uh, Some of us are tired of being scammed. We don't want to play no goddamn games and get paid. Uh, We don't want to connect wallets to weirdo shit. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's tough. And, you know, I think uh, the majority of the last month or two since we've kind of gone out and started marketing and getting, you know, getting the word out, 
uh, 99.9% of the feedback has been awesome. You know, and, and I mean that it's been really like resoundingly good feedback, but of course, you know, it's not going to all be good. We've had a couple people just, you know, mindlessly fud and that, that it was kind of a new experience because I've seen it all the fun and all that. But like when you create something you and you care so much about it and you know that you generally in your heart, you give it everything and you're doing it for the right reasons and you really do mean and with all of your heart to like create value for people. And then you see people just come in aimlessly firing their shotgun around and that doesn't feel great. But, you know, it's just part of the part of this process. I'm learning to like, OK, I don't care. I know I do my best. Some people aren't going to understand it. And that's fine. They just want to be negative. And you got to put on your thick skin. Jeff, and you, plow you, also, you also know that like your your passion, like you literally wanted to make a project in something that you were experienced in and passionate about and that you like want to build this thing. Like you're like, yeah. I this meant is like the start of the journey of Metaflyers, of building the software, of getting the beta. All the Metaflyers yeah. are the ones that have access to the first yeah. beta run. Like that is the difference where like a lot of people have been burned by project yeah. founders or people that are coming out where it's like, oh, all that those people care about is the mint and then they just disappear yeah. and then nothing yeah. ever happens. Yeah. Whereas, like yeah. your motivation and drive is like, this is just the start of building a really right. big company right. and opportunity. And Jeff, yeah. here's the thing. These fucking dorks, bro. These, the, these yeah. haters, the ones that hate on like the absolute like smallest thing, bro. Oh, these yeah. are folks that have not fucking done anything. They don't, they don't do it. They don't do yeah. shit. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Like these oh, are yeah. the folks that fucking right. that 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 fucking don't do any of the hard work, but show up as soon mm -hmm. as something's free. Um, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they fucking they yeah. they have they have joyless lives. Um, they're not happy about. They go around all day. These motherfuckers will go to a McDonald's and fight with somebody about getting fucking two ketchups instead of three. Oh, That's yeah. just who the fuck they are as human beings. <laughs> they are unhappy yeah. people. When you find oh, yeah. real shit in this space, man, when you find it, uh, you need to hold it and covet it and and like yeah. uh, um, rock with it, man. Um, there's yeah. gonna be hiccups. There's gonna be delays. There's gonna be things that you don't okay. always agree with 100%. But I guarantee you, this shit is not easy to fucking build it's not easy to do um even us we just do spaces bro but the fact that like you keep coming and you keep showing up it takes yeah. work bro it's a lot of work in the, in the end so um oh, fuck yeah. the haters bro know that they're yeah. that they're like that they're just miserable in life that's who yeah, they yeah. are as people that's yeah, my piece I, on that yeah no it's, it's well said and and you know you just gotta kind of ignore it um I have a little, a little bit of empathy just generally for the space because of how much nonsense and disingenuous rugging bad behavior is rampant. And so I have empathy for people who just don't trust anybody. That's fine. Criticism is fair. I want to hear it for something to talk about, but just kind of coming in to shit on. But you fucking dork. I don't want to hear you every three minutes inside the discord complaining about yeah. whatever fucking minor issue you are talking. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Take your ball yeah. and go home. And nothing's even yeah. minted yet. See, Jason and Jeff, they're too nice to tell you. They're in the customer service <laughs> business. I am in the business of fucking mayhem. Don't be a yeah. dick. That's all. Yeah. I'm done. I'm really done this time. I swear I, to God. I need, a, I need a community manager that, that's like you. <laughs> Uh, I'd fucking just roll on every, uh, yeah, dude, homie. Um, I, I fucking look, dude, Jeff, 
you're new to the show, man. I mean, you're you're long you're a long time community member. You and I have known each other. I've been able to have yeah. drinks with you in L.A. I love you. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that that my 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 sentiment is the, the the same today as it was back then. Um, no, I, I, so. I I appreciate things being done, not perfect. Um, I'm excited yeah. about your launch tomorrow, but I would Thank like you. to play a fucking game with you. Can I play a game with you, bro? Before we get to the game, I have one last question. Uh-huh. Before we get to the last question, no, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Before was- we get to the last question <laughs> for the last <laughs> I just want to know, um, since Laura had asked you the sour questions, what was the sweet part? What was the funnest part of Ooh. launching this? What was like the most exciting part of this? Oh, that's good. You guys are, you guys honestly are the most prepared show I've ever been on. You guys really know your stuff and you're really good at this. So good job. But um, I want to go into the answer here. So what's the best part of all this? Well, one, um, I've sold, I guess you could say, my art as a service my entire career. It's been, you know, billable hours. It's been consulting jobs. I've been a consultant for many years now after I did the, you know, the, the hard grind at the, in the corporate world. And then consulted for six, seven years. So I've always sold my services, uh, my art as a service is kind of how I like to explain it. And this, for the first time, I got to sell my art as an actual item. It's an NFT. It's uh, so I got to be creative and kind of, I don't know, put out my my artwork the way I wanted it to be, and and it wasn't at the direction of a client. And I don't know, there was something really, really awesome experience for me uh, to do that. So the the art component of this was, I think, one of the most satisfying parts of it. Um, I think also creating something that's truly uh, useful and provides value. Get to to put all my years of experience building good products, digital products, and be able to roll that into a space that really I think really needs it. Um, good product direction. I think it's few and far between around here, and so I'm excited to do that. I think everything after the Mint is what I'm most excited about. Um, getting to meet all the people that have helped me do this and support me through the moments of. Uh, doubts and fear and anxiety and all the things that come along with launching a project uh, has been You really awesome. chose a great team. You yeah. really did. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I've had a, I mean, from the moment we connected, it's just been awesome. We, we work incredibly well together and I just love their support and I think they're amazingly talented people. Yeah, well, artistic freedom is priceless. So I yeah. love that you got to experience that. Yeah, it's great. So and I think uh, right in this moment, I'm probably... A whole mix of emotions. So hopefully tomorrow goes wonderfully and that'll be the best moment. It's like validation that these ideas were good and people want to join us and go with the journey. So, Absolutely. Manifesting it right now. Speaking yeah, it into yeah. existence. We are minting out tomorrow and it's going to yeah. go off without a hitch. That's right. Yes. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be yeah. fine. Sleep well tonight, bro. What I don't oh, want yeah. you to do yeah, yeah. is thinking about the impending doom of the website not working, the smart contract just not being right. I don't want you to think about any of that stuff, bro. Don't think about yeah. any of that. Um, don't think about how many people are going to mint or what's going to happen. Don't think about any of that. I want you in a nice, cool, oh, yeah. calm <laughs> You're such an space. asshole, Lord. Yeah. 
Uh, dude, uh, it's going to be cool, bro. Everything is going to run smooth. Right. It's going to be awesome. Life is awesome. Oh, We're lucky to be here. Uh, it's going to be good, bro. I can fucking oh, hear the anxiety in your... Oh, yeah. I can hear it even in there, bro. Um, no, I, I, I fully have confidence in, in, in all things indicate that it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be fucking awesome, bro. Can never be it's going to so. be yeah. awesome. I think um, that... Go ahead. I think that's sorry. I got to just interject here. I know you guys are trying to wrap up the show, but that's something that, that I've learned about Jeff. And I think is a really important, uh, it's actually a really important quality. I think that a lot of people may not understand is that Jeff is actually a perfectionist. Um, <laughs> which like, so everything that he's done, everything that he's put out from the art to the website, to the whole like flow of what, you know, how this thing works and how to interconnect it to brands. It's like, everything has been thought through like 10 times over times 10. And there's like all of that effort that put that's put into that that I don't know that everyone listening now or has like started rocking with the community so far realizes that that is something uh, that he that that he is he's a, he's a perfectionist and I think for a project like this it takes someone with a lot of attention to detail and someone who doesn't get annoyed at redoing something multiple times to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Jeff's a, Jeff's a real one, bro. He's going to, he's, I, one thing I know is that he'll work hard for you, bro. He really will. Um, and I've seen him work and to fucking, uh, do everything in his power to, to make it right, to make it correct, to, to, um, you know, to, you know, he, 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 he believes in what he does. He sticks by his word. He's, he's, you know, um, so yeah, man, I I have full faith that, that things are going to run smoothly, bro. But until then, can we, can we play a fucking game, bro? Game time. Let's go. Bro, the game is Are You a Degen? Okay? It's very simple, uh-huh. man. It's, yeah. all, it's only three fucking questions, bro. It's just three questions. Um, so the first question is tell us your rug story. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I've been, uh, I've been so lucky, so lucky until very recently. I got, I got, a, I got massively rugged. Um, I stay, I avoided everything, every coin crash, every rug. I pretty much avoided it all. Like, you know, the matrix just avoided all the bullets. Um, and then FTX got me. No. God damn it, got dude. Me, got me, got me. Bro, got me I bad. feel your pain. Celsius got me real bad. Oh yeah. Bad, done bad. Like bad, bad. Got so me bad. You bought tickets to the orgy and it just turned out to be a bunch of naked dudes. <laughs> I'm so sorry, bro. No. <laughs> dude. Oh. I hate when that happens, bro. Dirty pool I, uh, water. I'm, I'm so sorry. I got no one to blame but myself. I'm a fool because I, I had all the opportunity to kind of save myself from it, but I saw the whole thing imploding. Uh, I had a good chunk of coin on the um, on FTX US, and you know, foolish me saw his tweet. Oh, FTX is totally, US is totally fine, and then me in the back of my head is going, like, "Oh, it's US regulations. It's totally different than the international stuff. It's fine." Like. FDICU, sure, and all this good, you know, this crap the justification in my mind to not move the money. And then the next day I got up, saw the uh, the notice that they filed for bankruptcy in all the entities, like 140 companies or something like that. And FTXUS was included and uh, went in there. They were Transactions were still open. Went in there and tried to, tried to send out. I actually converted everything to USDC, tried to send everything out one transaction. And then I was watching the transactions, but it was only it was only allowing transactions up to a certain like amount. And I noticed that because it was just like every transaction was below a certain amount. And I was like, oh shit! And I went to try and cancel the transaction, wouldn't cancel. 
long story short, that transaction is still pending. Uh, uh, that is super <laughs> unfortunate. What was it that got you there? Was it the greed? Was it the eight percent interest? No, I actually, I just it was just easy to onboard. Like I liked FTX's app. You know, it's just easy to move money in and out. So I just kind of like just defaulted to it. I just kind of liked it better than Coinbase and whatever. It was a, ne- a decent onboarding um, at the time before it was a big fraudulent meltdown. But that yield on USDC just had a hold on me. I yeah, know. well, this is I, better I wasn't than any that. savings account right now. Yeah, I wasn't even doing that. I I, do, I just converted all to USDC because I saw people talking about that being the most surefire way to get your money out during that few hours after they put out the notice of bankruptcy. The old, uh, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. The old, yeah, uh, that's pretty much what I did. I was like, ah, I'll wait and see. There's, there's no way this can accelerate that quickly. Not that Tom that Brady got me doing fast. FTX and shit, guys. I was not, not with that. Yeah, so I pretty much said goodbye to a lot. Um, not great timing. It's, it's going to come know. back. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I might get twenty five percent of it back or something someday down the road, and whatever. You'll be Hopefully. fine, bro. You're gonna be yeah, fine, yeah. Um, yeah. dude. Tell us your biggest win in this space. Creeps, creeps. Wow. That was uh, that was an easy one because I think I, I mentioned like ten or fifteen of those, and I sold a good chunk of those at like nineties. So yeah. Pretty hard to beat that. Wow. And that was when ETH was like at 3,600, right? Yeah. yeah Dang, that's a nice win right there. Huge come up in like a week's time. So, yeah, that was definitely the uh, and biggest you were still big, And you were still big in it, too, like as it was yeah. down, too. Yeah. And I, I went, yeah, I kept quite a few. And then when prices kind of settled, like two or three ETH or something like that, I bought like a whole bunch. I, I had like 30 or 30 or something like that. And then I started kind of slowly offloading them as the, the bear market took its hold took its hold around our tiny little necks yeah. motherfuckers yeah, um, yeah. cool yeah, project man. though I, I think the founders are, are really bright guys and uh, creeps has a definitely a big future Fuck when things man. get more bullish um, homie you're given one go ahead I did want to add uh, Jeff have, have you done a, a, a interview or a podcast with Lord before I did uh, he did like a 24 hour um, 24 hour marathon at some point you remember that? Oh, no. Yep, yeah, of I, course. I very much Absolutely. remember that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, did, I, I did an interview. I, I took the, like a 1 a.m. spot during your uh, your thing. Yeah. Your 24 hour marathon. Yeah. I remember. That's amazing, bro. You're yeah. part of the record. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Legend. We got a legend on here tonight, guys. That's right. That's Fuck right. yeah, bro. Um, Yeah, dude. Uh, I even remember the great Dow bait, but that's a, that's a topic for another. That's a topic oh. for another time. Um, so, so uh, homie. All right. So, so last question here. You're given one ETH today. What do you do with it? Uh, I meant maximum metaphors. Hey, uh-huh. fuck yeah, yeah. bro. I love the Yeah, bro. you with 0.5 ETH. Well, yeah, wait. I maxed me again. I get set up another wallet and I maxed me again. Yeah, dude. So, uh, uh, <laughs> does the multiple wallet play, bro? Uh, that is some degen shit, bro. You're a fucking degen, bro. You've been rugged. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you won. 
uh, a good amount, and then you lost it all again with FTX. Uh, and if you had one more eat, the first thing you're not cashing it out, immediately putting it right back in your own project. Let's fucking Any go. Any other answer would be unacceptable. Yeah, dude. So, great answer. Full fucking degen. Bro, um, I love it. Jeff, uh, Jason, is there anything else that you all want to add before we go? Throw out the details, Jason or Jeff, if you guys Oh, I mean, I, I would love people to know we kind of announced this really late. Like, I think we announced it just yesterday because the devs were working really hard to, like, make it happen before Mint. But basically, the locking mechanism that actually, that's how you generate the fuel, by the way. You have to lock your Metaflyer. That's going to be live and ready to go at Mint. Um, you will actually be able to select it and in one transaction, Mint and Lock, which is huge. Um, I think everyone's going to be super impressed with the minting function. But the other thing about that is if you keep it locked for two weeks, um, each Metaflyer that you keep locked for the first two weeks will get a 200 fuel bonus, which is if you look at the like how the fuel is, is produced, like that's a pretty large bonus. So that's something that I just want to make everyone super aware of that you will be able to do that from the beginning. Yeah. I love that. Really last question. I promise last question. Um, for the mint tomorrow, um, I was just going to ask, do you guys, will you guys be locking um, the PO app entry and what do you have to do to get that PO app? I remember it has to be before mint, but can you just run down those details again? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's so much that we've done in such a short period of time. Uh, you yeah, really have another, been. Everybody on the team has been working hard. This is uh, this is another really cool thing. Yeah. So the PO app. So the, we're closing that tomorrow. Um, there will be a PO app that you'll be able to claim. It's actually already designed. It's a cool, it's a cool little token. Um, but you'll be able to claim that at some point post mint. That token, as of right now, there are only about 165 people eligible for that token, and they will be able to get that PO app. Um, and Jeff. He has some really cool ideas of ways to add unique utility to people who have that POAP. Um, and as you guys know, you can always reward people with their POAP because it has its own unique address and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, but the only way to get that POAP is you have to interact with the Crew 3 dashboard um, that we set up to like, you know, uh, it's got a leaderboard and all these things, but you don't need to be in the leaderboard. You just got to interact with Crew 3. It's posted all over the Metaflyer page. You can DM anyone here, but you only need to complete one quest, like just like, I think the first quest is follow Metaflyers and you yeah. get like 10 XP, but we're going to pull all the wallets from crew three to put on the allow, basically like the only wallets that are going to be able to mint that POAP. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing to add to that real quickly, I know we're running late, so I'll make it quick. Uh, to, to kind of lending on or carrying on from what I said earlier about the challenges of starting a project here and how important it was to me to, to kind of have a, support system around me that, you know, believed in what we were doing. And it's a small group of people and the people that took the time to actually look into our product project and uh, understand it's, you know, it's value and it's novel and it's cool. And we're doing, we're actually working hard on this. And we put a lot of time and effort into this uh, even before the met. So that means a lot to me. And over time, the POAP owners will be rewarded. It'll be one of those things where if opportunities show up for us, you, that group will be the first ones I think of. So, Fuck yeah, bro. Uh, awesome, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for tonight's show. It's fucking Metaflyers tomorrow, bro. Make sure you meant that. Sign up. Do whatever you got to do so that you can get that POAP, baby. You want that proof of attendance protocol. You want to show folks you were there. I was there, man. I was there. Bro, we're popping off, man. I was early. 
I was early, bro. Wag me, motherfuckers. Um, Utility. <laughs> Utility. Uh, don't forget, guys, we have spaces on Friday for MetaFlyers at 5 p.m. hosted by the amazing Eddie Moneys. You don't want to miss it. Goddamn right, dude. Every Friday, man, you can check out my boy, Eddie, bringing the culture to the scene um, over there at MetaFlyers. Fucking pumped about that. Uh, homies, look, we're, uh, NFT NYC, not NFT NYC is what it's going to be, bro. We are really putting in hard work behind the scenes. Um, we're stoked about it. We've got great speakers. Um, Jason might even be there, which I would fucking love. Be a panelist, bro. Um, we're fucking, uh, we're here, man. Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Because here we believe it's not about one of us. It's about all of us. And we can't wait to see all you motherfuckers at NFT NYC. Because we're going to have a motherfucking party, dog. Tomorrow, man, we'll be back. More shenanigans, more crazy intros, awesome shit. Um, and we'll see you, man. I love every single one of you. Have a great night. Peace. Later, guys. Yep. Thanks for coming on. Thank you.